Okay, good evening everyone. Today's daf is Psachim daf Kovches. We are on Kov Zayin Amad We are four lines from the bottom, Rava Havashasi Chamra. So, we really left off the middle of a sugya. The sugya was going back to the beginning of Arve Psachim, where we saw that we should not be eating prior to Shkia, the last few hours of the day, in preparation for the Chag, in preparation for eating matzah that night, one should not be eating. So we mentioned it way back that Tysus tells us what are we referring to, and the only thing we're really referring to is Mizainas products, which can't be chametz, can't be matzah, so it was matzah, shira, or gabrux, that would be the only thing that you really, you really cannot eat uh, after mincha. And this Gemara said that they would even eat certain foods that at first glance looks like it satiates. We spoke about these appetizers, these uh, mini targima, or the bnei me'ayin, the kishkas. So the theme was that even though at first glance it looks like you're eating it to satiate, it's just merely wetting the appetite, and the opposite effect is happening. Not only is it not filling you up, it's actually getting you hungrier as you go into as you go towards the Seder. So on that theme, four lines from the bottom, Rava Havashasi Chamra Kuli Mailiyam Pischa. He would drink wine throughout the entire day of Erev Pesach. He was drinking wine. Erev Pesach, he just drank. In order that his, his, uh, his appetite should, which we call Tavon Libay, but his appetite should be uh, drawn towards eating, or to eat more matzah that night. Some learn this has to do with the alcoholic content. Others learn that it has to do with the, the sugar, the, the nature of drinking wine or, or grape juice. The halacha would be that as long as you are drinking enough that it's going to be negara lalibe, you could drink it throughout the entire era of Pesach. So Amar Rava, Rava brings an interesting raya that he knows that wine, not only, not only does it not satiate you, wine will actually cause you to drink, to eat more. So he says, how do I know? That the chamra migra garir, that drinking a lot of wine causes one to be hungry, it whets your appetite. It's not went to the Mishnah. So this sugya is really coming up in ten daf and daf kofiyot zayin. So the Mishnah there says that beina kaisis halalu in between these kaisis, and there is talking about the between the first and second cup of wine. So let's go back to. Say the night, you have dal kaisis, or drink four cups of wine. So are you allowed to drink? wine in between the dal kaisas. Let's say you open a new bottle, you bought a bunch of, you know, you bought a case of wine for Yantif, you have your first kais, uh, you just make kiddush, and you drink the whole cup, you hear it's all the shitas, and you say, wow, this was great. Can you pour yourself another cup of wine? You don't want to wait till Magid with your kids, uh, drushes. you want another cup. So are you allowed to drink after the first cup? So the Mishnah says like this, which we'll see means between Cup number one and two, and cup number two and three. If you want to drink, you could drink more wine. However, between the third and fourth cup, which we know as benching and halal, you should not drink another cup because there it looks like you're being moisif ala kaisais. It looks like you're adding on to the kaisais. The, the Chazal tell us four cups of wine, four, not five, not ten. So you should not add a cup between three and four. The obvious question is, so how come you are allowed to add between one and two and two and three? So between two and three, that's part of the meal. So everyone drinks wine during the meal. No one thinks you're adding a new cup of wine for the Seder. 
you're having meal with your main dish, with your roast. Well, you know, shouldn't eat roast for Lala there, but you're having your wine with your food. No one thinks that you're adding another cup. So what about between the first and second cup? So according the way Rava learns is that you have two conflicting ideas here. On one hand, I don't want to drink between cup one and two because it looks like I'm being I'm adding another cup here. On the other hand, I want to drink more because the whole purpose of that Mishnah Arev Sachem that Samachlamincha don't eat is in order that you should eat matzah l'tayavon. If you eat matzah l'tayavon, it's a hither mitzvah to eat matzah when you're extremely hungry. If I drink another cup of wine between one and two, I will be even hungrier for the matzah. So I might as well drink a second cup right after Kiddush so that my matzah will be eaten l'tayavon. So I have these two conflicting things. So the only reason why it makes sense that you could still drink between cup one and two is must be because yain is migra garer. It, it, it wettens the appetite. But if it wouldn't, if it would satiate you, of course you shouldn't be drinking between one and two. There should be no difference between one and two and then three and four. Three and four you can't drink a cup in between. So why should you be able to drink a cup of wine right after Kiddush? So it must be the I'm a misad If wine satiates, I'm Why would you be allowed to drink? You're adding another cup of wine. If that's going to fill you you up, you're going to end up eating matzah It's going to take away your appetite. So the Gemara said, So Rabbi learns from here, Migra Garer, that wine causes the appetite to be, uh, to be, uh, you have, you're hungrier, and that is why you could drink a lot of wine before, before, uh, on, on Arab Pesach. So by the way, there's another Gemara in Shas, we have this in Brachas. The Gemara there says that, that, uh, a small amount, miat sa'id, that you have to drink a small amount of wine, it satiates you, but tuva migra garer. If you drink more wine, that's when you have this halacha that it makes you hungrier. So based on this, that's the halacha. That's how we paskin. So this year, let's say Shabbos afternoon, you're sitting with a few friends, and it's your most peaceful era of Pesach ever. There's nothing to do. So you're sitting around, you're relaxing, and you want to have some drinks. So the halacha is, you are, allowed, you are not allowed to drink a small amount. So what does that mean? So the Pais can say, anywhere between one revius and three revius of wine should not be consumed these last few hours before Pesach. If you drink an ounce, you want to try a couple, about, you know, you have a little wine tasting, one or two ounces, that's fine. That's not going to satiate you. If you drink five cups of wine or the Pais can say even more than three cups, then you're going to be migragar. You're going to be very hungry by the Seder. You're going to have your munchies. But if you drink in between one cup and three cups, that's where the Pais can say, one should not do this. Additionally, not so well known, many Pais can hold, the same applies to grape juice. That it's not necessarily true that the alcohol content here is what satiates you. It could be the, 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 that the grape juice itself would satiate a person. Therefore, the Pais can say, one should, let's say you like grape juice, you should not be drinking grape juice on Erev Pesach, right before Samach uh, Lamincha. You should stop drinking, uh, drink something else. Don't drink grape juice. Okay, one more interesting halacha, maybe we'll discuss it later in the parak. So there's a, there's a question. I have a friend, Chassidah guy, and his family's shtick, or their minog, is that you call it a minog. Everything that people do became a minog. But their shtick is that after Kiddush, everybody goes into the kitchen and they have a cup of coffee. So they do this by the Seder because, you know, the Seder is very long and they're usually busy at Pesach. So I get the kava right after Kiddush 
they have a coffee. So you have so many questions that come up. I, I, it's one of my favorite childless because you have questions of, do you make a shahakal on the coffee? You just made a bari pergafen on your grape juice. You didn't make a brachach reina. We learned that yayin paters sharmashkim. Do you make a bracha on the coffee? There are those places that hold that you cannot drink milchiks in the same meal as fleshik. So if I made kiddush, is that called one meal? There's so many you know, variables to the shayla. The halach is you are allowed to do it. But there's another question. Why doesn't it look like being moisiv ala kaisis? Since coffee is hamar medina, it looks like you're adding on to the kaisis. Everyone holds it. No, no one thinks you're having another cup of wine. You're not being moisiv ala kaisis. There's a lot of different uh, shaylas that come up. Do you make a bracha achreina on there? Let's say you drink it very quickly. Iced coffee. Do you make a bracha achreina? On one hand, you're not, you're not going to make a bracha achreina in your karpas, even though everyone eats more than a gazayas. Right? You see people eating, a, they have like a whole potato. Is this a kezayis? They fresh down that, that karpas. You don't make a bracha chorina. No one says a bar nefashas on the karpas. Why? Either because it's some type of appetizer or it's part of the meal because you make kiddush. Whatever the lumdus is. So you have very interesting shilas when you drink or eat something after kiddush. It also gets into the topic of kiddush makam suda. So clearly we hold that even if I did not yet wash, I didn't eat my meal yet, it's still called Kiddush Shemakam Suda, as long as I'm going to eat the Suda here. So it comes out based on that. Let's say a person Friday night, they made Kiddush, and they're on their way to wash, and they see someone bought them a candy platter, or they have, you know, leftover Shalach Manas that their wife did not throw out yet, and they take some candy. Can you eat candy before you eat your challah Friday night? On one hand, don't we need Kiddush Shemakam Suda? But the halach is, you already made Kiddush. I, I didn't eat the Suda yet. It is still called, as long as you're going to eat the Suda, it is called Kiddush Shemakam Suda. There's a lot of interesting halachas that come out from what we see, what we do by the Seder. It really could apply throughout the entire year. Okay, let's do one more piece on this, uh, this drinking. And then we'll get to some of the halachas of the Seder. We're going to talk about Haseba. So let's do one more piece here. Rav Sheishes have a v'tanisa kol maliyam edepischa. So, as the theme of this parak so far, Erev Pesach, you have to be nervous about, you have to be concerned what you're going to eat that night, that matzah. So he would fast the entire day. Now we said previously, this is yesterday's daf, we weren't sure, even though we already learned this in daf tzavi test, but yesterday we weren't sure what the reason for this halacha that you must refrain from eating on Erev Pesach. What was the reason for it? We learned, well, you have to eat matzah l'tayavan. There was another option. The option was perhaps... It was already from 12 o'clock. You cannot eat because you're bringing the current Pesach. So based on that, that is what of Sheshis fasted the whole day. How does the math add up? So the Gemara poses the following solution. Maybe Rav Sheshis holds our Mishnah, which says that's talking about Mincha G'dayla. So a half hour before Mincha G'dayla, which is, let's say, 12 o'clock, you have, you have to stop eating. Why is that? Mishum Pischahu. The Isser was because of Karim Pesach. The Chum were concerned. Dilma Mimshach. You'll be busy with your meal. You might not bring the Karim Pesach. The Sarvala. And not only that. So that's only at noon. Why didn't he eat the entire day? He holds. So the Messiah had a fascinating Shita. That by Karim Pesach. So that if a person shafted the Karim Pesach. Early. Too early, before the Zman of the carbon. You shechted it early, uh, 9 o'clock in the morning. When it's for Zman Pischu, he holds your yaitza. Your yaitza, your... He was machshah the carbon that was shechted earlier. So it comes out, he holds that morning, Tzafra Zman Pischu, the Zman of Pesach. And the Kuli Yoyma Chazi Lepischa, 
that, that comes out the entire day. I, the Pasuk says, So he holds the server, he holds Bein Arbaim, doesn't mean, as we understand it, as the afternoon. Bein Arbaim means, Bein Arav De Esmol, Arav De Inna, between the two evenings, between last night and the, pre, and, the, and the next night, which gives me a 12-hour window of day. So you see from here, so fasting the Chumrah, Rav Sheshis is fasting the entire day, because of carbon Pesach, which is not noig in Rav Sheshis' times, last time we checked. And not only is he starting from Mincha Gedola, he holds like Ben Becerra, who holds B'diever. You shecht in the morning, you're good. So the entire day he fasted. The Gemara says, no. Amri, Lai. That's not the reason why Rav Sheshis was fasting. As we know, we hold it was Mincha Katana Tanan. And it wouldn't make sense to add all these, all these hours. The reason why Rav Sheshis would fast is Shani Rav Sheshis, the Istanis Hava. He was istinous, he had a sensitive stomach, and the tom that saw from me, if you'd eat anything in the morning, to that night, that he wouldn't have no appetite to eat. So he would fast the entire day to make sure that when he, when it came time to eat the matzah, he would eat it, bitayav, and he would eat it while he was hungry. Okay, let's go to the next part of the Mishnah. So going back to that first Mishnah, on Ari Psachim, it says, Even a poor person should not eat. He's not yaitza until he leans. Okay, so by the way, something to point out when we learned Mesechtus Brachas, Leaning was something that everybody did. That was the way you uh, you ate your meal. They didn't have chairs. They had these little uh, cushions. So leaning was something that everybody did. However, at some point, it became the norm to no longer lean. And it was a sign of derecheros, a sign of freedom to lean. So I saw a shot, one of the Paiskin brings down, that Heseba is, is, is derecheros because... When, when, you're, when you're seated, let's say you're seated on a cushion. So imagine seated on a cushion, your feet are in position to, you know, to jump, to, 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 you know, ready, ready to go loose. As opposed to someone who's leaning back, everything's good. I call there. So it could be that that's shot in Haseba. Haseba is supposed to be derecheros, and you're not ready to spring into action. You're leaning back. So he said that today, the way we sit on a chair, for the most part, we are pretty relaxed. You know, we don't need to be, you know, more, Haseba is not mo- much more relaxing than sitting on a chair. But still, we, we are Mekayim what Chazal tell us, and we do Haseba. So Itmar, and we'll, we'll, well, maybe we'll get into how to do Haseba in a few minutes. So let's see, Itmar, Matzah Tzar Haseba. Eating matzah the night of Pesach, that needs Haseba, because that's Terecheros. Matzah is, you know, to, to remind us that we left Mitzrayim. However, Marar ain't Tzar Haseba does not need to be eaten uh, Haseba. The place can discuss in it in Sarich, it doesn't need to, but if you did your Yaitza, that's a discussion in the Paiskim. The minig is not to lean when you eat mar. Yayin, what about the Dal Kaisa? So we know the Dal Kaisas are based, not based, but give us a Zechiris to the Dal Lashanis of Geula. So it's also some type of Geula. So Itmar Mishmid Rav Nachman, Sarach HaSeba. So interesting, Rav Nachman says, yeah, you need a Seba. Itmar Mishmid Rav Nachman, and some say in the name of Rav Nachman, ain't Sarach HaSeba. You don't need to lean when you drink your Dal of Kaisas. V'loi pligi, and there's no machlekes. Habitarte kase kamai, habitarte kase basroi. One version said that you should lean by the first two cups, and the other version said, no, you should lean by the second two cups. Now we're stuck. And then we have confusing opinions, of conflicting opinions of what was said. 
Some say you should lean the first two, and some say you should lean the second two cups. So, why? You should lean the first two, because we're celebrating the beginning, the Aschat of the Geula, that's what we're celebrating. So when you're saying over the Magid, those first two cups, that's the first half of the Seder, is as we're going at a Mitzrayim, that makes sense. That's when you sing the Shira, that's when you want to lean. That's the, that's the primary Cheres. But the tray basroy, tray kasi basroy, the two last cups, halal nirza, loy boy yaseba. You don't need a seba, why? Because my dahava hava, it's over, it happened already. So celebrate then, don't celebrate now. Vamil hagis, some say the opposite. Adraba, tray kasi basroy boy yaseba. The second two cups, the last two of the four, they need a seba. Because he shaited the kahava cheris, that's when we are free, we are actively free. But tre kasi kamoi loy boya seba, which we don't need a seba because the akate vadamino kamar. If you put yourself into that mindset, uh, right? Because we said everyone has to be chay vadamiris is atzma kilu hu yatzmi mitzrayim. So during maged, we're still avadim. So we shouldn't do becheiros those first two. Okay, machlokes had to learn this. Why don't we say this for the matzah also? No, so so the matzah we said to do it. We're trying to figure out which well, two of these wait, dollar cases. Why, why not the same svar you have by the iron before after? It's the same as I think by by by. Matzah's only once. I'm only eating matzah once. I have a kaim in a zeicher lekarim pesach. So I have one shot for the matzah. So it's hard to say the matzah is coming before the cheres after the cheres. By dollar cases, there's four there's four you know stages four slots four time slots so i could see if you paint the picture that some of it is before and some of it is after right you, you could see that that playing out in the story of the seder the matzah is eaten once you're right if we eat matzah two different times we could say okay these matzah was before this is after we only eating matzah once why don't, you, why don't you just say matzah we, the reason why we're leaning is because it's after magid after we went out and therefore that's why we're leaning because it's already after I hear. I don't know. It could be it's a good riot. It could be you're asking a good kasha. Why don't we bring a riot from the fact that we lean by matzah that, what? That it's it's after we left. So you could say, no, the opposite. Matzah is celebrating the leaving and then once you finish the matzah, it's already madahava hava. The second two cups is madahava hava. You can see it both ways. And therefore, either way, so we're stuck. We're not sure what to do. So the Gemara says, hashta de itma hachi v'itma hachi idi v'idi ba'i haseba. Now that we said it both ways, we should just have you lean by all four. Last time you check your maxer, next time you check your maxer, you're going to see we lean by all four kaisas. The Ran asks the famous kasha, and you cannot learn Avi Psachim without seeing this Ran, so check it out in the back of your Gemara after the shir, or during the shir. I can't see you, so you might as well. So the Ran says that he asked the famous kasha. Why don't we say Suffolk Durabanan Lakulo? We know that Dalad Kais is only Durabanan. So you're not sure which one needs leaning? Don't lean by any of them. Suffolk Durabanan Lakula. So one tarot, he says, a famous tarot, is that anytime there's not much of a tircha, even by Suffolk Durabanan Lahaka, we should be Machmir. Usually, you're right, Suffolk Durabanan Lakula. But here, what's it going to cost you to lean? So lean. We don't say Suffolk Durabanan Lakula when there's not much tircha going on. And the second tarot, which we have a Tysus and Nida that says a similar tarot. The second tarot is that if you don't lean by any of the four cups, there goes Haseba of Da'ad Kaisis. You're, you're, you're definitely not Yaitza. So to say each cup on its own, you're right. Each cup on its own is in fact a Suffolk Durabanan. But if you go throughout the Seder without leaning, you are, not, you are definitely not Yaitza 
And we have to say the, the Rabbanon, the, the Din the Rabbanon applied somewhere. You have a similar case in Masech Nida, and Taisus asked the same kasha. You have, a, let's say a woman found a kesem. So a kesem is a stain, it's not a re'iyah, and therefore it's only asr the Rabbanon. So the halach is, let's say, a, a woman was sitting on a bench, she checked the bench, the bench was clean, she's sitting down, and a non-Jewish lady was sitting down on the bench. They both get up, and now you see down. Okay, so the Gemara says, she's tahar. Why? She could be taller that it came from the Nachris. It didn't come from her. Very good. Comes on the Gemara. What if you have two Yiddish ladies? They sat down on the bench, and now, now we see them. So the Gemara that goes into, what if, you know, if they both ask the Shiloh at the same time, you can't say, oh, each one used tahar, because safed rabban lakula. We can't do that. Because tumah lehechana azlat. Where did the tumah go? Someone has to be tameh. The Allah is, they're both tameh. That's to tell you his kasha. He says a similar tarot. And many achornim connect this to the ran in Ave Psachim, that if, if the choice is both or neither, even though it's only a derabbanon, we'd rather do both, because we want the takana to stay in place, than to say, totally pater. Okay, and therefore we do Haseba by Dalad Kaisas. Just by the way, if, uh, if you want to look, take this to Halach so there's a discussion in the Paiskim. What is Ma'akev if you didn't do Haseba? So you'll look it up afterwards. Okay, Praktan, someone who's laying down on his back. Loishmeh Haseba, that is not called Haseba. That is not called Derech Cheres. Haseba Silmin, if someone leans to the right side, Loishma Haseba, that is also not considered Haseba. Now, the next, the next line of the Gemara is of great controversy. So, we're going to read the Gemara the way everyone learns it. Now, we'll read it the way some Rishonim learns. So, everyone learns it, not only is it a not called Derech Haseba, to lean on your right, if you lean on your right, you're putting yourself at risk of choking, that you're You'll end up, the food will go down your kana, the windpipe, as opposed to the esophagus. You'll come through sakana. So that's how everybody learns it. And the Rashbam learns it. The problem is, from a scientific standpoint, there, there is no difference. And it's very difficult to understand. I mean, it's, it's fine that the Chazal, that, that they didn't understand, you know, the, the anatomy. But the truth is, even animals, it looks, it's the same thing. It's not, it doesn't make a difference which side they're on. So difficult to deal with it. Um, for the most part, you know, especially when it comes to halacha, I mean, more like science and chazal, you know, sometimes we could just say, whatever, you know, we'll figure it out. But here it's actually halacha lemaisa. Let's say you're a lefty. Should a lefty lean on their right side? So if you go with the first reason of the Gemara, hasebas yamin, laishma seba, leaning on the right side is not called the seba, why not? So pashtus means because you eat with your right hand, if you with your right hand, it's uncomfortable to lean on your right side. Um, by the way, but if you're if you're if you're if you're uh, eating with your right hand, so therefore it's not called cheros to lean on your strong side. You have to lean on your glove side, right? And you you eat with your fork the other way. But if you're a lefty, so you should lean the other way. That's how the Radvaz Paskins he argues on this whole science of the of the Rashbam. He says it's not it's not true scientifically. And the reason was it's not called Derecheros to lean on the same side as your as your eating hand. Others learn that 
this Yavali Desakana is not going, and this is the, the Red Vaz, is not going on leaning on the right side. It's talking about when you're leaning, when you're laying down on your back. Veloid, another reason why laying on your back would be wrong is because there's a Sakana. Now, how do we pass? And you look in Shulchan Aruch, it says, everyone leans on the left side, even if you're a lefty. So how do you deal with this? So Lachara, they're going with the science, which, which is not true. Um, that's A. Or B, I saw once in a, in a Sefer, they said, they said the following. They said that there's the Derech Heres is the way everybody would, would lean. So if you were a lefty, back in the day, a lefty was, you know, a mum. A Kayan that's a lefty is a mum. So you wouldn't, you, you would, you'd rather have the, the what's it called? The, uh, everyone should be symmetrical. It looks nice and everyone's leaning to the same side. If you see some people leaning the other way, it ruins the whole ambiance, the whole chayr. So it could be even a lefty back in the day would lean on his right, on, on his left side, even though he's leaning on the strong arm because that is all considered derech And that's how halach is. Even if you're a lefty, you would lean on the left side. Next, isha itzabayla loy bayahaseba. A woman who's, who's, you know, eating with her husband, she does not need Haseba. And because the Gemara here specifies Eitzabayla, so it sounds like it's specifically because she's, you know, Kafaf, Labayla, whatever that means, right? So uh, that's, that's why, if you look in the Mishanim, that's how they explain it. And therefore, it's not proper for her to lean. Then Isha Chashuvahi, if she's an Isha Chashuva, her husband doesn't mind that she leans. She should do Haseba. The minute for many years, depending on the family, is that we do not, typically we do not do Haseba. If a woman wants to do it, so Pashtus, there is no problem if she wants to lean. Okay? Ben Eitzel Aviv, a son next to his father by the table, boy Haseba, because that's the relationship. A son will lean even in front of his father. What's the halacha regarding a Talmud leaning? Next to his Rebbe. So Tashma, Tamar when we were next to Rabbah, Zagina and Abirke Dada, they would lean on each other's knees. I guess they didn't have enough couches there. However, Kiasin Lebe Rav Yosef, when we came to Rav Yosef, so Amar Lan Yosef, you do not need to lean. In fact, you shouldn't have done it. Because Mayra Rabbah, Kamar Shemayim, that you should not, uh, you should have the same fear for your Rebbe like you have for Shemaim, and therefore it's not proper to lean, which is showing Darach you should not do that in front of your Rebbe. Okay, so the Gemara says, Mesev, I call them you could lean if you're eating with anyone. Vafilu You see, you could lean even the Talmud next to his Rav. So the Gemara says, Kitanyahi, Bishulyo Denagari, that Talmud Yitzrav is not talking about your real, you know, uh, Rebbe in, in Limude Kaidesh. It's talking about someone who's teaching you a trade your uh, your boss, your uh, the one who's teaching you. So in that case, there would be a half a minute. You should have some respect. So you could you could have respect, but you could still lean. A shamish my a shamish a waiter who's serving the balabas. On one hand, he's a regular guy. On the other hand, maybe he's like mishubed. So the gemara says When you're leaning your yaitza, sounds like mesev, and only if he leans. But loy mesev, if he did not lean loy, he would not be yaitza. Shma mina ba'yaseba shma mina. So there, it does come up. Let's say someone's eating by his rebbe muvok or. I don't know, the Mara Asra. he's eating by his Rosh Hashiva or, you know, the, the, uh, the chief rabbi. So there, or the God of Hadar, let's say you're invited for a Seder. So there, you would, you would uh, invoke this halacha that a person should not lean in front of the Rebbe. But the Paiskim say, if you get Rishos, if you get Rishos, you are allowed to. So 
I'm assuming a, a Rosh Yeshiva by his, uh, by his Seder, he'll tell people everybody should lean, and uh, I'm not mocked on it. That's what I would assume. Okay. The Omar, Rabbi Shub Malevi. Another halacha. Nashim chayavos ba'arba kaisa lalo. Women are chayav in these kaisas, even though technically it's a mitzvah sasech as man grama, even though it's only the rabbanon, we would assume ke'en da'araisa tiknum, that all the rabbanons have the same halachic status of a da'araisa, and therefore, meaning the same uh, categories, and if it's a mitzvah sasech as man grama, women should be pater. But da'ar kaisas is different. Sha'af hain hayu ba'aisai hanes. They were also included in oisai hanes. If you look at the, the Rashi on the top, or the Rashbam, he says that is really more than that. It's not that they were involved, I mean, they were saved as well. They were instrumental in the, in the Nisim. The Gemara, he quotes the Gemara in Saita, it says about Megillah as well, which is Esther, and by Hanukkah, there's a three places in Shas where it says that Nashim are chayev in a mitzvah Chanukah, Purim, and Dalad Kaisis, all three of them have to do with that the women themselves were involved in, in the miracle. You have Esther, you have Yehudis, you have, you have the Nashim Tzidkaniyas in Mitzrayim. You need to have the the shear to be to be kais yafa, which is a a uh, so you need to have a quarter of a revius. We say that kais yafa is three parts water to one part wine. So we're just going to use a round number. Let's say there's four ounces in a revius. So if I have three ounces of water and one ounce of wine, that is a quarter, right? So that's kidei mezigas kais yafa. So dal kaisis need to have that. Next, Shasan Chai, if you drink it without diluting it, in those days, they were not able to drink their wine without first diluting it. Today, you don't dilute your wine. Halacha is Yatza, your Yatza, even if you drink it without diluting it. Shasan Mavas Achas, you drink it in one shot. Machlik is what this means. Some Rishonim learn it means you took a 20 ounce cup and you just drink it down. Other Rishonim learn, and this is how we paskin, that if, uh, sorry, sorry this, is what, this is how we learn pshat, we didn't get to the halacha yet, that it means you drink it one, you have four cups, you line up four cups of wine, and you drink it. But you don't say magid, you don't do benching, you don't, uh, you know, you don't say halal, you just drink. So uh, this part of the Gemara says you're still yaitza. What if you did not drink the entire amount yourself? You gave it to your children. Yatsa, you're still Yatsa. Now the Gemara will go through this one by one. If you drink with, without diluting it, you're Yatsa. You're only Yatsa, but you're not Yatsa. The Cheres is, you know, eating, drinking it a certain way, and you didn't enjoy it. You just. You know, you uh, you chug down this thick concentrate of wine. You're not yaitza. Shasam bavas achas. What if you're drinking it in one shot? Ra, and the the Mishnah said you yaitza. The Bible said yaitza. Rabba mar yidei yain yaitza. Yaitza yain. What do you mean yaitza yain? It says yaitza simchas yantiv. You got something, but yidei arba kaisos lo yaitza. You're not yaitza dal kaisos. Now this does come up sometimes. You'll have women or it could be men. Not picking on the women, but this does happen sometimes where. Towards the end of the seder, everyone's tired, and you finally bench. So you have your, your cup of wine. So sometimes people will say, okay, I have three cups, let me just drink the fourth cup, and then I'll figure out halal later. Halacha is, you have to say halal between the third cup and the fourth cup, and you have to say magid between the first and second. There has to be the spacing of cups. And that's how we paskin. If you drink it, shaloi 
al haseder. You're not yoitza. You're dal karsas. Fine. Hishka mehen levanah levanivesay. Let's say you give the the rest of your cup to your children. Yatzam arnachem by Yitzchak. Who the ishti ruba the kasa. The halacha. But you still have to drink roiv kais of your cup to be Yetzadal Kaisas. Another Machlekes Rishonim, what does Ruba de Kasa mean? Some learner means what it says. Ruba de Kasa, you have to drink Rav Kais. That means if you take this huge Kisa, uh, you know, a, a Kaisa and you have 20 ounces, you have to drink 10.1 ounces. You need Rav Kais. However, most Rishonim, this is how we pass in Lahalacha, it means Rav of a Kaisa Bracha, which means Rav, a Ravius, that's the, which is the same as shear as Malay Lugmav, so that's all you have to drink in order to be Yaitza. Okay, so the Gemara says, Meisve, I'll ask you a question. You need to have Kedai Revius in every single cup. Echad Chai, Echad Mazuk, whether it's undiluted or diluted, Echad Chadash, Echad Yasha, new wine, old wine. Rabbi Huda, I'm at Sarashi, Tam, and asked to have the taste of wine. And umariyain, it has to have the the mar the appearance of wine, which means red. We'll get to that in a minute. Now, what's the kasha? Katani mias. At any rate, the brisa just said you need to have kedei revius. You need to have amount of revius. Vaat amrit kais yafa. And you said you need to have kais yafa. You need to have a, a bigger share. So what's going on? It's the gemara says amri idi v'idi chachir. It's the same share. Kedei mezigas kais yafa hainu revius. As we said before, the mezigas kais means you need to have enough, you know, thick, concentrated wine to be able to to flavor a revius, a, a cup that's a revius full. That is what we call mezigas kais yafe. One more gemara, Rav Yehuda, Oimert Sarech Shehei Boy Tam Umara. Has to have a taste of wine, Umara, and the appearance of wine. Amar Rav, my time at Rav Yehuda Dechsev Altera Yain Kiyis Adam, and you see that. The, the appearance of wine, yes, Adam is red. So the halacha is that a person needs to use red wine. That's how most Rishonim learn. The Shulchan Aruch brings this down. He says that you should use red wine. He happens to say this by Kiddush as well and by the uh, and by Dal Kaisais. You should use red wine. However, he points out unless white wine is better. So if you, have a, if you have a good bottle of white wine and you enjoy that more, that should be the wine you use for the Seder. So some learn there's an additional feature when it comes to the mare of of, edda, of, 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 uh, of red, when it comes to the seder, that even if you're using white wine, you want it to be red because you want it to be zecher ledam, which is interesting. Zecher ledam is not the dam of the carbon pesach; it's the dam of the children that were that were um, that were that were murdered by Pare. So interesting that we're we're reminding ourselves of that during the dal crisis. But either way. Based on that, and we said, and we said also that you need a save for that. Yeah, yeah. So on one end it's gaula, it's a dal l'shen, it's and now we're we're putting a little bit of dam there. So how you accomplish this? There's different methods. Some people just use wine. Let's say you have you like white wine, you like your uh, your your uh, moscato d'asti or whatever. So some people will do. They'll add grape juice to it to color it. Halacha, it's preferable. It's not required, but it's preferable to put the grape juice in first and then the wine so that you don't even get into a shaila of tzeveah. But halacha is there is no tzeveah ba'echlin, so if you do it the other way, it's also fine. Um, you know, you can make fruit punch on Shabbos. So that, that even though here you specifically want the color, still the place can say ain't tzeveah ba'echlin, you could do that. There's a discussion if you could use uh, fruit, uh, fruit coloring or food coloring. So 
oh, it's, these things are humorous. Um, it's not red wine. It's, it's just colored red. Maybe there's some benefit. I don't know. I, you know, it's not something that, that is, I don't, I don't see that as being so significant. One more interesting Rashbam here. If you look at the, the bottom line, uh, four lines from the bottom of the Rashbam. So the Rashbam has a line. He says, He's saying, in the pasuk. Don't desire it like Edom. Edom is that red, that that nami uh, Right, that it has this, uh, that yain has this this look of of red, and it's it's exciting, it's attractive. Then the pasuk says, uh, and I'm sorry, then it continues with time nami boy. It must be that it has a taste of wine. Why is it? Because the this pasuk is warning me, don't get too excited with this, because something's gonna happen. What's the warning? Make sure you don't get drunk. So what does this Rashbam have to do with anything halacha lemaisa? So Rabbi David Feinstein Zetzal, in his uh, Haggadah, Sefer Kol Doidi, he defends his father Shita. So Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, in a famous tshuva, writes, and in many places he was quoted as saying that one is not Yaitza Dal Kaisas with Kiddush. Uh, I'm sorry, one is not Yaitza Dal Kaisas with grape juice. You need to use wine. That's how Rav Moshe Feinstein Paskins, he's quoted in many Haggadahs as saying that even though throughout the year uh, for Kiddush you are Yaitza with grape juice, we know that, but for for the Dalar Kaisas he held, you're not Yotze. Either you're old, you're not Yotze Cheiros. So, Rodolfo Feinstein brings a riot from here. That you see that when the Gemara says you need to have Tam Yayin, the Rashbam says, how do I know that from the Pasuk? The Pasuk's warning you, make sure you don't get drunk. So, Tam Yayin means wine that's alcoholic. So, that's what Rodolfo Feinstein's Raya. To his father, just want to point out, most Paiskim, came out all the Paiskim argued, they hold you could indeed use grape juice. I was once giving a shear in Flatbush, and this fellow at the shear told me that he was once part of Shimon Schwab, Zetzal, and if Shimon Schwab used one part, well, I think half grape juice and half seltzer, but he was definitely not using wine. I believe he had diabetes or whatever. He was not, uh, he was definitely not drinking a lot of it, and he was not drinking wine, he was using grape juice. So there's definitely a uh, what to be Samechan? If you want to be Yotze the Rashbam, so there's a chap. You could add a little bit of wine to your grape juice, and now you've just made it somewhat alcoholic. That's like your, uh, you know, your, um, con- what's it called? Concord cows and your Matuk cows. You see these funny uh, bottles of wine that nobody would drink during the year, and people use that for the Seder. So it has some alcoholic content. Okay, I think we will stop here. Yashir Koyach. Ah.